Okay, good morning. Today's class is Leunishmat Mir Shlomo Ben Shimon and Leunishmat Eliyahu Ben Victoria. Also Leunishmat Bahia Bat Bracha and the Rufu Shalem of Yachmel Diyad of Matovubasha, Gadiel Ben Lisheva, successively Gadiel Ben Lisheva, Shef Ben Lisheva, Emma Lisheva, and Reina Malka Bat Tovubasha. Also, today's Wednesday, Tuesday night's class is going to be on the spiritual causes of anxiety. Um, great concept on Tuesday, and today we're going to talk about a great topic, a great book called Fail Fast, Fail Often, which is the, basically the Kabbalah of failure. I'm um, just going to give some points about the book, and obviously we, we already know this concept from the Arizal, that the Arizal spoke about when God wanted to create the world, he already destroyed and created many, many worlds. That means the world that we're living in is a... It's not, it wasn't the first world. The Midrash says this is not the first world. There's many, many, I guess, prototypes beyond our understanding, but according to the Midrash, the world that we're in, God already destroyed it and, and recreated other worlds to get to this one. So you could see even this one wasn't the first one. Beyond our understanding, but the whole concept of embracing failure and how to deal with failure, and, and because this is one of the things that are, I, I, it's a number one issue that I could see across the board um, from people that the problem becomes escape running away from the problem is, is, is a bigger problem than the failure itself the Holy Rizal says that failure is an ongoing process the shattering of the vessels is an ongoing process it's not a one time occurrence and this is why we constantly have to go through different challenges in our lives so it's, it's a constant thing so we're going to give great nine to nine, eight to nine great tips on, on, uh, he gives great tips and how really to get through this. Um, and the book was written by uh, Ryan uh, Babineau, who's a PhD, and John Krumblitz. Again, the book is called Fail Fast, Fail Often. Basically, you see today, WD-40 is a result of 40 failures. And you can see, and it gives exam- many examples of, you know, how Starbucks started, it was an Italian restaurant with a, with a waiter and, and and pianos and obviously Starbucks today would have got to such a, such a difference. And he's saying how losing can make you win. How breaking of the vessels can make you win. And we, and we hear this story directly from Rabbi Akiva. What was the greatness about Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva? You know, Rabbi Akiva was able to witness water penetrating a rock. And he says just like water can penetrate the wa- rock. Imagine the, 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 the constant, constant little by little water can penetrate a rock and can change a whole rock imagine what we could do and he says Rabbi Akiva commented in the morning sow your seed and in the evening stay not your hand if you raise the students in your youth raise more when you're older Rabbi Akiva was a perfect example of somebody who maintained his goals in the face of the most painful obstacles years of toils and sacrifice produced 24,000 students Imagine what it is to create a yeshiva for 24,000 students. Yet they all died in one year. Imagine you create a yeshiva and it's destroyed in one year. Nevertheless, after this tragedy, Rabbi Akiva did not rest and he certainly didn't despair. He continued his vision and he recreated the Torah with five new students. Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Shemar Yechai, Rabbi Yehuda ben Eloi, Rabbi Eliezer ben Shemua, and Rabbi Yossi. And from these students, the whole Torah is brought out today. So you can see the, the massive failure, 24,000 students, all of a sudden five new students are created, 
and all of a sudden these five new students are able to bring the Torah till today. So you can see what, what, the, what the Torah's definition, what Nachman's definition of failure is very, very common. And today we're going to see why people are stuck in failure, why people are not moving, why people are stuck. And obviously, if we don't take action and we continue to, to, to stay in this comfortable place of failure, this is what ruins our self-esteem. This is a great way to ruin our self-esteem. And we walk around with excessive baggage. Walk around with too much baggage. Today, two people are walking around too much baggage to new relationships. Or everything's about the past. You know, it's the, the history channel. And it's funny, history, his story. And this, unfortunately, this is what we end up getting. And even the house of David, the Boaz had 30 children, 30 sons, and 30 daughters who all died during his lifetime. Although he did not, he was extremely old, he got remarried. Imagine, you lost 30 children, you lost 30, 30, 30 sons, 30 daughters, and, you, and you're completely old, and you still get married. And this is where Moshiach com, comes from. From this union of a, a person not, not giving up and continuing. So you understand the resilience that, you know, the Kloisenberger Rebbe, as soon as the, the, uh, the, the Holocaust was over, what did he do? He started building bricks in America. What gives a person the mental capacity and the strength to be able to be so resilient, to be able to put bricks in America after the Holocaust? But look at the Kloisenberger Rebbe. Look what he created today. So you can see greatness comes after failure. So let's talk about... Obviously, the shattering of the vessels, we spoke about this concept that God created too much light on purpose. And that light, if there was only light in the world, we would, there would be no purpose of creation. So God had to create a tzimtzum. Tzimtzum is a contraction of light. This is a very common concept today that we get. All of a sudden, we start the first day of August 1st. Okay, I'm expired to, 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 to the brand new month. I, all of a sudden, I get every first of the month, the person starts getting, you see it in social media, August goals or September goals. People get this ratzon all of a sudden. They get this ratzon to do something new, to start something new. Elul comes. All of a sudden, people are awakened. This ratzon comes because this ratzon is part of this concept called this infinite light that God gives us. It gives us an infinite potential. Now, you have to develop it. Now you have to develop it. God gives you the light, but according to how you develop it is how these, these goals become realities. Some of the things that you need, Rav Nachman says, is controlling your anger, having compassion over anger, being patient, being able to get, be, be very resilient, like we spoke about many times. But this, is a, this concept that I get inspired to do something new, it comes from this, this concept of Ein Sof. Ein Sof is an infinite light. Now God has created to create the world. He had to create a tzimtzum. He had to remove himself. I mean, he created a contraction. Practically, when we, when we speak about that, it's making, having a vision and then making a small decision. That's how you take that reality into reality. Okay, I want to lose weight. Okay, what's the first thing I'm going to do? I need to be able to take a small goal. That's how you make a tzimtzum. People, the problem today, like we said many times, people think big and they act big. And that's why they fail. They think big, but they act big too. Right away, without the proper vessel. So what happens? Too much light without the appropriate vessel breaks. It's exactly why things, people get very, very excited, but they don't have the resilience and they don't have the endurance to hit these goals. 
So you always want to think big, which we're going to talk about, but plan small. If I take tons of water and have a little plant, I want to make this little plant into a tree. But all of a sudden, if I lose patience and I said, okay, let's just, let me just put a bunch of water in it and it's going to grow. On the first day, what's going to happen? You're going to kill the plant. You're going to kill the plant. Too much, too fast is not good. This is relationships. They get hot and heavy, too fast, too much, too... I'm in love every day. They're spending each other. Next thing you know, too much light at one time. Next thing you know, they break up. How could it be? They were in love. They were inseparable. Next thing you know, they're not even, they're not even talking anymore. How's that, how's that logical? It's because we need to create proper boundaries to develop our goals. That is the Kabbalah of, 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 of success. This is why we need to use the seven Sfirot. There's times to use Chesed. There's times to use Gevura. There's times to use... Chesed means uh, kindness. There's times to use restraint, discipline. There's times to use uh, k- kindness. There's times to use uh, empathy. There's times to use endurance. These seven Sfirot, basically, a lot, you, you're using these seven Sfirot in order to develop the goals because you're always at one time, etc. So let's talk about this book. This is the book of the practicality of the Kabbalah of failure. So the first thing he says, is which I love, you have to make things happen. Don't wait for things to happen. I can't stress that enough. Make things happen. Don't wait for things to happen. When God, when the Jews were stuck in the middle of the desert, or they're, sorry, they're stuck in the middle of the, the, red, the, the, the red Sea, what, waiting for it to split? No. Why did, how did the sea split? Because Nakshon took a chance. God put them in there where they were forced. Either you die, at the, the Egyptians running after them, or you go ahead. So God expects us to make things happen, not to wait for things to happen. You make things happen with massive trust can't wait on the sidelines and expect for things to happen. Such an important advice. That is where you need bitachon, you need trust. You have a business, make it happen. One way or another, you're going to learn. This is my number one stress that I stress to people. Just get moving. You will learn on the way. The worst thing you could do is procrastinate. Because procrastinate is fear. And fear lives on time. Fear tells you when to do it and how to do it. You kill fear by taking action and learning on the way. That is the most important advice that I've learned. And I've applied that formula for everything. Got married quick. Got into business, took chances right away. I know time is the Yetzirah. There will never be a perfect moment for something. There will never be a perfect time for something. You just got to get moving and you got to trust and you got to learn on the way. That is the answer to everything. That is the answer to marriage. That is the answer to everything. Trust and learn on the way versus fear and stay in comfort. This is refers to a slave mentality. This is this part in front of the partial of the week. When they take the slave and they, you don't want to be free? Okay, I would have to put an ear. 
what is it the Torah says? They put in, they put they put an owl's ear, uh, uh, they pierce his ear, because his ear, the same ear, didn't hear didn't hear the Torah, is the same ear that wants to be a slave. So the definition of being a slave is being stuck to fear. So ultimate slavery. So again, think about things in your life, make things happen, versus wait for things to happen. And there's three types of people. There are people that make things happen. There are people that watch things happen. And there are people that say, I don't know what happened. <laughs> These are the three types of people. But we have to have the ability to have trust. And when you trust, you understand fail fast, fail often is a process. And this is the problem with the dating world. Always indecision. They get anxiety over indecision. Am I married to the right one? Am I not? Is this soulmate? Is this not? All day long in a person's head. You make things happen. You waiting for a good day or you make it a good day. Big difference in your attitude on life. And I'm telling you, this is, works a thousand percent because God blesses you when you trust in Him. But when you stay in fatigue and you stay in, 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 in and the person stays in, in the sidelines, where could the blessing come? How could you be blessed if you're, ask, if you're uh, vibrating on fear? How could you be blessed if you're vibrating on fear? Does it make any sense? No. Trust brings blessings. Fear gives you nothing. We're going to talk a little bit more about that on Tuesday. Obviously, you have to have dot. You have to have the dot. You have to have experience when you do something. You can't just be reckless. But if you, you can't take a calculated risk. You have to be willing to take a calculated risk. I'm not telling you to be, take ridiculous risk. You have to be able to take a calculated risk. So that's number one. Number one practical advice from this book. Make it happen instead of watch, waiting for it to happen. Number two. A fun life will make you happy and successful. Enjoy something you do. You have to have passion. It has to be something passionate. If it's not passionate, it's going to be stressful. So there's a very important component. To, if it's something you're doing, and it's really, it has to, ha you have to like it. Because if you don't like it, you'll lose the passion, and it'll turn into stress. The hard work is, has to be there. The ups and downs has to be there. But if there's no love for what you do, imagine being in a marriage, you don't love the person. Who wants to deal with the ups and downs? <laughs> so the, the fun process has to be there. You have to like what you do. You have to like what you do. Very important because that will, you'll, you'll get rewards out of that. Like a baby, like a mother. She has a baby in her stomach. She has nine months of contractions. After that, she kisses the baby. She kisses the baby. Why would she kiss the baby who put her, who put her through 70 contractions and labor pains and, and no sleep and nausea? Because she earned it. And she kisses the baby afterwards. It's exactly what you're supposed to do with your failures. Give them a kiss. Kiss your failures. Just like a mother gives a kiss. Kiss the failures. They're teaching you a lesson. Instead of walking around with all of this weight. This weight of indecision, anxiety. I don't know what to do. Just do something. Just do something. And the more you repeat this, the more you go into the spiral of, of, of anxiety. More anxiety, indecision, anxiety, anxiety. You know, give a guy, go to a, go to a, you go to a nice restaurant, 
there shouldn't be that many things on the menu. Remember going to Tierra de Sur in, in, in California, farm to table. A few things on the menu, farm to table, this is what you get. <laughs> it's all good. But when you go to these restaurants sometimes that they, they're, you know, they're a, a, China, a Mexican restaurant, they have sushi on the menu, and you've got a thousand things on the menu, you don't know what to pick, you get anxiety. Did I pick the right thing? Did I not pick the right thing? And all of a sudden it becomes an anxious situation. Can't give people too many choices. Because they, it's never enough. So make the process fun. According to, America, to the America Psychology Journal, you should have three pleasant experiences versus one unhappy one. Three to one ratio. You should have three good experiences versus one. It's a sign your perspective is good. Remember, to get that, you have to have proper perspective. Otherwise... Everything's, you label it bad, like this, this part show of the week. Red, it's either a blessing or a curse, based on how we see it. Three, the fastest road to success is failing fast and often. Thomas Edison says, I have not failed, I just learned 10,000 ways for something not to work. When you, when you, the last thing you want to do in life is make excuses or complain. Make adjustments. Shalom bite's not good, make an adjustment. Complaining, self-pity does nothing. Instead of making excuses, make adjustments. That's it. But look at failure completely different. Remember, the ego is always looking at how is it going to look outside? How am I going to project to the world? While the soul is saying, I need to do what's right. The ego is looking, well, how do I look? The soul says, what do I need to do? See the difference? Ego is always concerned about the outside. The ego, the soul is concerned about the inside. So you know if you're making decisions on the outside, because of the outside, you know it's the wrong decision. So it's very important. Failure will expand your skills. And with this new confidence, this is what Tony Robbins says. He says... Failure is a result of bad judgment. And bad judgment is a result of lack of experience. So bottom line is failure gives you experience and experience gives you success. That's the formula. Failure gives you experience, experience gives you success. That's it. So it's very, very important. The fastest way is to, is, is to do it often. Is to get the process moving often. This is why I got remarried in 30 days. Because I knew the formula. What am I going to wait? What am I going to... I knew already it's a process. I know it's a process. Baruch Hashem, 10 years married today. My wife got me a beautiful watch. 10 year anniversary. That was the, the price of resilience. 10 years, 10 years. And I got married in 30 I knew the formula. I knew the formula. I knew there's no... You have to make it work. It's not... There's no such thing as... A, as long as the person is growth oriented to marry somebody who's growth-oriented, that's the most important thing. Growth-oriented. They're growth-oriented. They're growth-oriented, you're going to win. If they're not growth-oriented, that's a whole different story. That's what I look for in a person. A person that's growth-oriented in all aspects of life. Lack of growth-oriented, this is where comfortable begin. people get comfortable. Once people get comfortable, everything else goes to south. Number four. 
Enjoy your journey and embrace your failures. There's a great book called Whoop. Right? No, Whoop is actually one of the tools. But the book is called... I forgot the book, what it's called. I think it's called... It's not called Whoop. Outsmart... I don't know, I can't remember the, the book. Kristen can't remember the book or the name. I'll remember. I'll, I'll catch up to it. But basically, it's a new way of po- thinking positively. Thinking positively is not just waking up and looking outside and say, wow, it's so sunny, and I have an event today, and I'm positive it's not going to rain. <laughs> thinking positive means, okay, it's, out, it's outside, it might rain, but if it does rain, I'm going to do this. That's what. If this happens, I'm going to do this. So that's what thinking positive means. If it doesn't work out, I'm going to do this. Doesn't mean you're negative a person, but you're prepared that if it doesn't happen, I'll do this. Outsmart negative thinking. I think that's the name of the book. We'll get to it. But no understanding, having a proper... So whoop, the, the whoop is what do you wish? Outcome. What's the outcome you want? What's the obstacle? Plan. Wish, outcome, obstacle, plan. That means you have the rutsu, you have the decision, right? You, want, you know what the outcome is, and then plan the obstacle. That means what could go wrong? And they saw, the studies are showing, that when people were more realistic in their thinking, they were more successful. For example, losing weight. Some people were losing weight, but they didn't, they didn't think even about having cravings. So what happens? The craving came, gone with the diet. But people that plan more, more with plan, okay, if I have a craving, I'm going to have this ice cream that only has 50 calories. So they didn't completely realize, oh, I'm not going to have a craving. Yes, I'm going to have a craving, but I'm going to go here when I do the craving. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to snack on this, which is 50 calories. They were more realistic in that they're going to have a craving, but what are they going to do when they have a craving? So that's more of a realistic approach to uh, positive thinking. So remember, enjoy the journey and embrace your failures. Number five, see the world like a child again. I, I think this is one of the greatest advice. See the world as a child again. Rav Cooks always, always mentions many times, that a person has to reclaim his innocence. He has to become the little child, the child within. What would a child do? He wouldn't quit. What would a child do? child doesn't quit so easy. child doesn't overthink. child just keeps on moving. We need to go back to the inner child again. Can't stress that enough. Rab Nachman's telling us a thousand times, stay young. Stay young. He, older people tried to come to him. And Rabbi Nachman says, I can't help you. I can't help you. Imagine that. I can't help you. He specifically went, out, went after the youth and people that were open-minded. Because he knows a person's in his... Uh, I can't outdo this guy's uh, program. I can't outdo the program. Stay young. Doesn't mean the age. means the mind. Stay young. So reclaim your inner child again. You got divorced, pretend you just got your brand new bride, a brand new groom. Pretend something, just get the weight off. Get the weight of the failure off that's killing your self-esteem. 
just embrace your child again. Like Steve Jobs understood how things how work. He got more creative as he was younger. Look how he came out with Pixar. That's a great example. How creative do you have to be to create Pixar? It's pretty creative. You have to almost become a child to create Pixar. How does a person imagine himself? It's an amazing concept. But look how he created Pixar because he went to his, 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 his innocence, his child innocence. Number six, have big goals and take little steps. This is the classic Simpson in Kabbalah. Rabbi Nachman says, more importantly, that you have to have Simpson, you have to have Simpson against people also. Let's say I come back to Uman, and I come back with all this light, and here I am coming to my wife. Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing his body dude? Why aren't you learning? Why aren't you going to look at you in Mishuga? You came back uh, as a Mishuga from Uman. If you're trying to help people, you have so much light, but that person doesn't have that much light yet. If you give them all your light, too much light, imagine waking up in the middle of the night, imagine four or five o'clock in the morning, you're up from his, your session of meditation and Wim Hof and breathing, and you say, wake up everybody! <laughs> open up the lights. You open up, everybody's going to be like, what the hell are you, what are you doing? They can't handle the light. Can't open up the, the, dark, the, open up the blinds in a dark room for people very fast. They get blinded by the light. It burns them out. That's why a lot of people got burnt out. A lot of people. You'd be surprised how many Hasidic Jews are coming back to, to Judaism through these classes. I can't tell you how many. Because what happens is, when they were younger, they got burnt out. Can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this. But without, without the spirituality of it. Just a constriction. So they're all coming back because they never saw this angle of Rav Nachman. They never saw this angle of Hasidus. They saw only the restriction. No, this is completely different. So it's very, very important. Have big goals, but take little steps. Which is the opposite problem of today's generation. They take little steps, they have big goals, and they have no patience. So what happens? Instant gratification. Boom. I'm not successful by 23. Something's wrong with me. Something's wrong with me. Why? Because sometimes the parents are, are talking to the teachers so they can get good grades in school. So they, don't, they didn't earn anything. So the whole life, they get to the reality, all of a sudden they hit major trauma. So you have to start enjoying the, the struggle and enjoying the failure. Think of small successes that motivate you to bring you closer. This is how I create dopamine. Dopamine in a healthy way. You wouldn't want dopamine too fast because you get dopamine too fast, you can't contain it. Just like a cocaine addict. He can't contain happiness. If he's getting two, three hundred percent dopamine, not going to contain it. So what do you think is going to end up? He ends up in rehab. Can't be happy with that kind of dopamine so fast. Same thing. We don't want, we don't want dope, too much dopamine too fast. We want that steady dopamine. That steady dopamine. Because then your brain is not used to such a high level of dopamine, which you'll never be able to contain. So very important. Have big goals, but take little steps. Seven, think of your career as a marriage. <laughs> Great answer. You wouldn't marry a person you just met, would you? You wouldn't take any job that you just applied for. You have to have more. You shouldn't be, you should think about what you want to do in your career. You don't want to do something you don't like. Because then it's like getting to a marriage. You don't like, maybe, I, unfortunately, another problem. How many people? 
they get set up, they don't even know the person, they get set up, and unfortunately sometimes those, those don't go good. Those dates don't go good because they, you wouldn't think of a career as a marriage. Think the same thing. You have to have, this is why a person has to have enough time to, to talk to his creator, to get to know himself, to know what he's good at. This is ex- exactly why. Because it's going to show up in all areas of your life. It's going to show up in all areas of your life. Look for fulfilling hobbies. That's another thing. And nobody can succeed alone. It's very important. You need, you need, we need always, always a group of people to help us. So remember, this is excellent advice for anything. You can apply the same formula for everything. We'll, we'll start with you. Make, number one, make things happen instead of waiting things to happen. Number two, make it a fun concept. Make it fun. You'll be successful. Happy people are more successful because they, they, they look at it as passion over stress. Three, the fastest road to success is failing, fast, is failing often fast. This is why we, we con- the concept of, of Kain. Kain tells Hashem, Hashem tells Kain, what are you so depressed about? You brought the wrong offering. Why are you so depressed? Why are you so depressed? Just bring me a new offering. What is with this whole guilt and shame and over the failure? Who's telling you to be guilt and depressed? Learn the lesson. It's the biggest difference between people. They don't say, what's, they don't say why me? They say, what's next? That's the only thing we need to say. What's next? Never want to say, why me? Number four, enjoy your journey and embrace your failure. Number five, see the world like a child again. Number six, have big goals, but take little steps. Number seven, think of your career as a marriage. Number eight, look for fulfilling hobbies. Because you need something when you fail to, to, to get you out of your head. You can't just deal with the intensity. You need to break state into other areas. Number nine, nobody could succeed alone. Remember, we always need people to have experience. It's exactly the reason why you have experience, to help people. Experience is a result of failure. So now we should look at all this information, whether it's marriage, whether it's business, whether it's anything, whether it's working out. You are not the soul. You, I am the soul, not a thought. You can have thoughts that you're failing, that you're a failure, but you are a soul. You're not, a, you're, not a, you're not a failure. You have thoughts of a failure because of lack and getting going. This is one of the best ways to get moving. Have a good day.